Welcome to the Strip Down Know Nothing Podcast, focusing on the bare naked ladies. That's right, whether they're easy to love or hard, from maybe not to another postcard, we're It's All Been Done, the podcast. Take your ass home and come back when you've grown. It's my co-host, Evan. Is that from this song? Yeah. It's from oh, Jerome okay. by Lizzo. Is that the song uh, we're doing today? I think I thought we were doing in Jerome. I don't understand. Okay. Okay. Say, say okay. Start over. Okay. Start over. Okay. Start over. <laughs> not not good. Not good banter. Not a good bit. <laughs> well, I didn't introduce you yet. No one knows who you are. Do we start over from the beginning? I mean, is there any other place to start from? It's been, it's been. Welcome to the Strip Down Know Nothing Podcast, focusing on the bare naked ladies. That's right, whether they're nice or bad, from who knows how long to the time I had, we're It's All Been Done, the podcast. Take your ass home and come back when you've grown. It's my co-host, Evan. In Jerome, it was rare to do much more than simply mess around with my co-host, <laughs> Saker, you do this shit to me all the time. You do the uh, the alternate song. I, know. I, know. <laughs> I can take it. I can I can dish it out, but I can't take it. That's the uh, that's the um, thing. What? I think, yeah, I think my life would be a lot. My life has gotten a lot easier ever since I have just accepted the fact that I'm a coward and kind of a shit. <laughs> and I just lay that like right out there in front of an internet and uh, like an internet argument. Sure, like sure. Somebody will somebody will be like, uh, you know, you're you're not out there volunteering. I'm like, yeah, I'm a coward. <laughs> I'm a lazy coward. That's just okay. So, so put this. Just, just pretend like you're arguing with a lazy coward, and okay. we'll, we'll have a good. <laughs> okay, got it, got it. That's good. That's that's honest. Do you when you meet new people? Well, nobody meets new people now, I suppose. Yes, yeah. that's, that's yeah. the problem uh, yeah. with uh, Rona. Um, do you plan to when you meet new people that like be one of the first things out of your mouth is Hi, I'm Evan. I'm a coward. Only if I want to impress them. <laughs> okay, it is, my honesty. Honesty is very impressive. I gotta say, you're gonna be getting those ladies. <laughs> You're just going to rack them up, my friend. Ladies love cowards. LLC. <laughs> That's what LL Cool C stood for, I believe. Yep. <laughs> Ladies love cool cowards. Wait, what was yours? I don't think yours was from the song either, was it? No, it was uh, in the car. <laughs> I just uh, that's what i kept thinking of when he kept saying in jerome in jerome in jerome you know because it's a kevin hearn song so he has to repeat yeah. the the final line 17 times do you think people in jerome were ever making love um no because the population's been in steady decline since the 1800s right <laughs> yikey but i mean it's not like steady decline is slow decline so somebody has to be fucking in jerome right well i mean if, if it went from like 500 to, to the town to Oh, okay, yeah. Wait, how are you spelling cum? Um, C-O-M-B. Is that it? Is that how you spell cum? Yeah, I think that's right. That Don't good. you cum your hair every morning? <laughs> Uh-oh. Only if my name is Mary. Am I right? Hey. Oh, yeah, there we go. Another millennial sick, reference. <laughs> sick more something about Mary references for our friend Riley. Um, yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, Jerome. Um... I don't know. I wish I were listening to In the Car. We're not talking about the song yet. This is bullshit. No, we're part. not. <laughs> I forgot. I'm sorry. You know, I feel like a coward too, but I think you're a better coward than me because I can't square it with myself because I feel like I'm not, I'm not doing anything. I'm not contributing for a while. I did like fundraisers and like contribution drives and like I did trivia nights that went towards like, you know, Columbus Bail Network or whatever it was. And like now I'm just sitting at home while I'm going to work, but um. I Sitting feel like at home, living it up. It's the best song on this album by a fucking New York minute. Um, but by now, a New York minute. By a New York mile. 
by it's is that a is that i don't even i didn't even get any of those metaphors by a new york minute what's a new york minute it's because steve is gone he was the metaphor man we can't do metaphors um, i think kev's a metaphor man mm, i'd use a metaphor but i'm done with you my friend. metaphor man metaphor man <laughs> does this this has become stream of consciousness podcast yeah. um because i like i'll sit at home and i'll be like i'm not volunteering and i will have to be okay with that for myself and i'm not okay with it um so i i, I just messaged our friend uh C's richards about how i volunteer with food not bombs because i just don't know i i can't I can't sit at home and when there are people sad because I feel like a shithead. Oh, it's really easy to volunteer at Food Not Bombs. They have no structure and no organization, so you just show up at the time. Great. Okay, that's wonderful. They are a true anarchist organization. <laughs> Lovely. They just show up and they hope that people show up who know how to do what they're supposed to sure. do. Sure. Yeah, C's said, fill out this form and they'll get back to you within a couple of weeks. And I was like, Jesus, all right, that's a long time, but sounds good. I'm fine with that. Um, yeah, your lovely partner just volunteered at Food Not Bombs, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They enjoy the experience? And I volunteered by watching our child so that my partner could volunteer. You know what? That's true. It's hard to square that away with yourself. Like, I'm doing something when I'm just at home with the kid because my partner is doing something, and that's rewarding. Well, I'm a, as a lazy coward, I just imagine that it's better for me to stay home because you don't want me associated with your uh, organization, with your any, anything. Because you're Just so coward seeing facing. me there, they're like, yeah, they're like, oh shit, that guy's a fucking coward. <laughs> sure. Why would why would he go? How would he be with Antifa? I don't know, man. Seeing that even a coward has to get out and be on the front lines, that feels like that's now important, right? Well, the only way I'm going to get out is if somebody's threatening me. Oh, so they're like, sure. That would give that would give the conservatives all the ammunition they need. They're like, oh my god, Antifa has cowards on the front ranks now yep. because they are literally threatening them. Yeah, that checks out. That checks out. Did you get your Antifa check this month, by the way? Yes, I did. Good, good, good. Love to it comes, hear it. It's it's uh written for abortions. For <laughs> for abortions only is what's signed in the two field. Very strange. Some people write cash. Some people write. That's what I asked um, um, Planned Parenthood because I donate to them monthly, and I'm like, can I just donate straight to abortions? <laughs> can you you can target your donations at Planned Parenthood? No, you can't. I don't want testing. But that's okay. I don't want uh, yeah. you know, cancer checks. I, I just want to fund abortions. Jesus the more, the better. Christ. I hate babies. You know me. Sure, you are you are not just pro-choice. You are pro-abort. You want you think abortion should be mandatory. Um, I think you should have to opt out of it. Okay, <laughs> right. A phone call or you have to mail a letter. Is it a complicated process? Yeah, yeah. You just go to your OBG and they're like, okay, so we'll begin the, begin the process now. And you're like, oh, wait, wait, wait. I thought I checked the box. And they're like, oh, I see here you did. Okay, all uh, right. Woo, that would have egg on my face. <laughs> so it's just a checkbox. This is some... This you wouldn't is, download a baby, Saker. This is some subreddit called like... Uh, what conservatives think liberals think or something that what we are doing right now. Um, yeah. Yeah. Boys. I mean, you gotta, you can abort up to the fourth, fourth year of life. <laughs> yeah. Past that, it gets a little messy, but up yeah. to four. Are you still thinking about it with your little, little kid, right? I got, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm be honest. He's four in like two weeks. Uh -oh, so you windows closing, windows closing. Hey, uh, on it. what's it? Um, so that's 12, 24, so 36. Why don't you plus talk nine, right into so that uh, little 40, stick in front of you? There you go. <laughs> a 40, 41st trimester. 41st um, trimester. <laughs> oh, goodness. Yeah, that's a that's a lot of trimesters. Um, speaking of conservatism. Trimester? I hardly knew her. <laughs> oh, man. Those are classic. My One of my favorite joke structures is just saying... Uh, 
not much. What about you? So when people, when I say, you know, antediluvian, they go, what, what's antediluvian? I go, not much. What's, what's antediluvian with you? <laughs> it's just a good classic joke structure. Yeah, and it's not a, it's not cruel at all. I mean, you're you're pun- you're not even punching. No, you're, you're punching. It's like punching, you're punching yourself. yourself. Yes, exactly yeah. right. Um, speaking of conservatism, you can speak mm-hmm. to this, Ev. But we have a Bernadette Lady song to talk about this week, and the Bernadette no. Lady song is called Jerome. <laughs> Listeners, I forgot where we were in the episode already. Listeners, our song this week is called Jerome. If you've never heard it, here is a quick sample. When you walk in Jerome, you never walk alone. Cause the ghosts dance all around you, all around you. Ebo. Mm-hmm. Jerome. We both thought that this was probably going to be about Kevin Hearn's childhood friend. We knew it was yeah, a, ch- a Kevin yeah. Hearn song. Uh, yeah, I thought it was going to be a specific song about his like kid friend, or yeah. maybe a maybe an old man that he knew when he was little. Sure, someone that he watched die when the train slowly rolled over him on the train tracks, or mm-hmm. something, some horrible event in Kevin Hearn's life that he remembers every detail about, other than the main thing. <laughs> the grass was orange. It was the fall. <laughs> Um, but instead, we have a song about Jerome, Arizona. Yeah. Interesting. So uh, this is a real life. This is a, is, is there such a thing as like a docu-song? Is, <laughs> is this the first? Uh, docu- I think this is just like a advertisement for like the Jerome Chamber of Commerce. <laughs> I did write in my notes. One of the things was, how much do you think Jerome, Arizona paid him to write this song? Um, which, I mean, he he had to have loved it, right? He, in one of the live versions, well, actually the only live version I watched, he talks about the the writing of this song. He said, oh. um, I, uh, was, I was in Arizona and I stayed overnight at the hotel in Jerome and uh, it was real spooky, so I couldn't sleep, but there was a piano in the room, so I wrote this song. <laughs> That's so strange. What? Because this isn't a spooky song at all. This is oh, a... What are you talking about? It's got the... Blackwater <laughs> <laughs> Canyon. The twisted road. It's spooky in the same way that like a campfire is spooky, like a story that you know is a goofball story. It's spooky in the same way that Jerome, Arizona is spooky, which is to say, not at all. Well, now, Ebbo, this is the perfect time to segue to this, I think, right off the bat before we even talk about the song, which is, you listened to this yesterday and you immediately messaged me and said, holy shit, this is about Jerome, Arizona. I've been there too. Yeah. Tell us, you gotta tell us about jerome <laughs> it's <laughs> there's not much to tell man <laughs> i was in arizona for a friend's wedding in sedona and uh i heard there was a ghost town and it, i only had like two hours and jerome was 40 minute drive from uh <laughs> sedona so we drove to jerome ate at the haunted hamburger oh man um i don't know what the quality of hamburgers are like in arizona <laughs> but it was a mediocre hamburger at best okay for ohio so you didn't go to any of the tourist traps. Didn't have fucking I... time. Okay. <laughs> it was like a it was like a smaller ver- it was like Yellow Springs uh, mm-hmm. for our Ohio listeners. It's just like sure. a kind of like hippy dippy art community town with like a a nice little downtown. It's very hilly. Um and it had like like glass blowers and like, you know, art studios and things like that in there. And it was just a, it was a tourist focused town. And it wasn't very big, but and yeah. the haunted hamburger was 
had like skeletons on the outside of the building, but the That's menu cool. was like a regular, it didn't even, it had like the haunted burger was like the only thing that they had. Like they didn't go, <laughs> I want them to go. If you're going to call yourself a haunted hamburger, you got to go full kitsch, my friend. Can full we, kitsch. Can we, can we together come up with like three things that, uh, could be on that? Like mozzarella bones. Is that a thing that yeah. could be at the haunted mozzarella hamburger? Mozzarella bones. Okay. All um, right. What else do we have? Um, what's a French fry? Um, Fronted fries, mm, skeleton fingers. Good. Oh, so they're that's all chicken skeletons. <laughs> all skeletons. The bones are their money. I'm told. Sure, I've heard that as well. Uh, and then, of course, marinara is skeleton blood yep. for the bones. <laughs> skeleton blood. That's a thing. Um, yeah, I I did some research on Jerome. I went to Jerome's uh, page, I guess, which looks like it was designed in GeoCities, their official yep. city page. Yep. Um, and they call themselves. You say it's small, but it is in fact the largest ghost town in America, according to them. Um, I don't know what that means because well, their population was, is truly like 500. Yeah. And I mean, back in the uh, 1800s, I think actually, no, the early 1900s, their population was like 300,000. So it oh, was. Oh, wow. Okay. So, yeah. Because it used to be a huge copper mining town. Yes. And that figures yes. prominently into the song as well, of course. Uh, but now it is filled, as you said, with art studios and breweries. I got on Yelp and I looked around at all the shit to do in Jerome and it was like seven breweries. Interesting that you should make the Yellow Springs connection because Yellow Springs, a tiny, teeny Ohio town famous for having a big celebrity who lives there dave chappelle uh and um you mean grave chappelle haunted dave (laughs) uh and jerome teeny tiny town famous for maynard james keenan tools lead singer who lives there and owns a winery there Hmm. Ah, i'm surprised you didn't go to the uh the the tool shed or whatever the fuck literally had a half hour the tool shed (laughs) And you went to Haunted Hamburger. It was the play. It was the, 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 it was a, well, first off, when you were looking at the site, what immediately popped to you? I, the only note I wrote was Haunted Hamburger. Yeah. So, <laughs> you're right. So, great minds think alike. We're looking sure. at this like Ghost Town, Haunted Hamburger. Gotta get that Haunted Hamburger. Sure, sure, sure. Um, interesting, I suppose. They weren't I, shy on the toppings. That's the only okay. other thing I remember. Ooh, that's good. It's fun. You feel like, at this moment, you feel like a guest on this podcast. Ev, now we understand that you've been to Jerome. <laughs> Could you yeah. tell us a little, like a firsthand experience? It's like one um, of those ones where I was going to come back. I'm like, you know, if I'm ever in Arizona again, I'll go to Jerome and go to the, on, like, the, the ghost tour. Would you really go back? Yeah. Okay. I mean, if it still exists after COVID. <laughs> sure. sure. It, the town or the ghosts or all of it? I mean, the ghosts will still be there, I guess. Okay. Probably more of them, in fact. Mm-hmm. Um. Playing with the idea of ghosts in a ghost, because a ghost town just means like an abandoned place. Mm-hmm. But Kev is, is literally saying it's haunted. And I guess the town is saying it's haunted too, right? Yeah. Um, so what, I mean, was, was, the, was the ghostiness, was the spookiness a big part of, of the, the feeling of Jerome? No, for it you? was just a little art town. All the, okay, cool. You got the little handout when you came into the Haunted Hamburger because it was like the, the building used to be a hostel or something. And... The ghosts who lived there loved to steal hammers. Sure. That's and that's what I why remember. we have the hammer burger today. <laughs> that makes a lot of sense to me. Ev, I'm just realizing that every Halloween we do a spooky Hanukkah episode and we've forgotten. This episode is coming out on November 3rd. We've, we've lost our tradition of Halloween. Oh, well, guess what? This is now our Halloween episode? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that works for me. Happy Halloween, listeners! Happy Halloween, everyone! COVID fucked everybody up, and we forgot we had holidays that we did on this podcast. But this is a good Halloween song, actually. I think so. I think this is a, this is the spookiest BNL song, right? Other than like uh, put 
put my arms around me or whatever. I love you. What was the other uh, one? Uh, Grim Grinning Ghosts is pretty spooky. We haven't. That's a B side that we will yeah, never do. We're never gonna do Grim Grinning Ghosts. Okay. Um. But uh. But yeah, I would say yeah. Uh. Wrap your wrap your arms around me is pretty spooky. Um. Have be my Yoko any? Ono. Spooky spider in my room. Can't think of a spookier thing than that. <laughs> um. Yeah. I don't know. I'm I'm trying to think of any other spooky. There's really not. I guess I guess that's it, huh? I'm I sure guess. our listeners will yeah. will chime in with more spooky songs. Um okay, so let's I guess we're done. We're done talking about Jerome. Anything else to talk about about the town itself? Mm, nope. Okay, cool. Um but you enjoyed it. That's good to hear. I mean, yeah. you took you took two times the amount to drive than you spent there, which yeah. either means that it fucking ruled and you wanted to go out of your way to get there or it fucking sucked and you left immediately. But the truth is somewhere in between the two anyway. Yeah, I would have stayed I would have stayed longer had I had more time. Okay, okay. Um the song itself, at least instrumentally, does mm-hmm. give me the feeling of like an Appalachian place, hmm. maybe. Well it is it's got a very acoustic like samba feel at it first. Like, yeah, yeah, like a doo-wop samba, but like a, a lot of country western, like a Tex Mex feel, right? Yeah. Like a cowboy song. I guess so, but the instruments that you like, there's a washboard sound in the background, <laughs> which is kind of interesting. Um, like it's it's got some interesting, cool, especially the um the final chorus, uh, which goes off the fucking deep end, has <laughs> like a big triumphant horn and then like a harmonica and a vibro slap that both make little like appearances for no reason. Just like it's that that final one is a joy and uses a lot of interesting what I would consider probably more southern uh, instruments. Walk along. Does the ghost dance all around you, all around you, in Jerome? Uh, all around you, in Jerome, in Jerome, uh, all around you. Can I ask you a question? Sure, of course. Okay, I want you to picture in your mind. Appalachian sound. Mm-hmm. You got it there. Okay, mm-hmm. so you're, you're seeing you're seeing you're seeing whoever is playing this. Mm-hmm. Now, I want you to imagine Wild West music. Mm-hmm. What they're playing in the Wild West. Mm-hmm. What's the Venn diagram for that? Jugs. <laughs> <laughs> it's the only thing I could think of is blowing on. They didn't really blow on jugs. Harmonica. Harmonica is the yeah. crossover to me. I think. I think um, the, the big difference for me would be like honky tonk piano. Because I always imagine, like, Wild West, someone's like, like, ragtime. I feel like they're almost completely, like, Appalachia is banjo, washboard, jug, um, maybe an acoustic. But, like, Wild West is, like, harmonica, acoustic guitar. um, Banjo. Banjo? Jug, washboard. Shut up. (laughs) I feel like they're pretty dissimilar Vens. I don't know. Yeah. but uh, but yeah, it gave, it's it's very this song. Here's what it, here's the vibe it gave me. Oh brother, where art thou? Right. Yeah. What vibe is that? That is that is that South Southern Wild West? Yeah, it's like a nineteen a nineteen twenties like uh, American roots vibe. Yeah, yeah. But then it also did have that Latin flair to it. That boom, yeah. boom, boom, it did. Boom, 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 like, and that's where the that's where the Tex Mex comes in for me because sure. like the the Wild West music throws in a little bit more of like the Mexican. Um, mm-hmm musical stylings so kev maybe was inspired by the place that he was 
Obviously. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he has as much as said so. It's it's cool to see the big mix of genres on this album. We have a lot mm-hmm. of different genres. Whether or not I liked them, whether or not the song was done well. Did you see the um the YouTube video Working Out Jerome? No. So it's the Bernicke ladies in the studio like just like putzing around and trying to figure out what it actually they're not even in the studio they look like they're in somebody's house trying to figure out what the song is going to feel like or look like and in that version it's just ed and kev fucking around mm-hmm. and ev or ev ed is on a that's ev is ed and kev my shipping name for them is mm-hmm. ev um ed is on a I like ed acoust- <laughs> they they light up um ed is on an acoustic guitar and kev is on a banjo and the song rules like it sounds great i wish there had been a banjo in the final mix i it, it it's unfortunate for that inclusion it makes it sound like a traveling song mm-hmm. uh which i enjoy i get that wild west feel out of arizona um but yeah i didn't mean to start talking about other versions of the song already you stupid son of a bitch <laughs> sorry um keyboard noodling is neat yeah. but aimless like i understand this is the the ev what you always say is that in the album format not every song needs to be a hit single. Mm-hmm. And I agree with you. They're obviously experimenting here. They're playing around. But it feels so aimless to me. Oh, man. I fucking loved this song. Really? Oh, hell yeah. This was like... I wouldn't say Kev at his best, but like Kev at something that I didn't know he could do, which is to be just kind of weird. And I mean, like... We haven't had a song like this since, like, Hello City, where somebody wrote in a, like, someone's like, I'm writing about a place, and I'm going to use a musical style, because, you know, it is. Sure. Okay. This is music, right? Yeah. I just thought this was a cute little song. It's fucking cute, man. I guess it's cute, but it's cute in the same way that, like, cotton candy is filling. Like, yeah, I guess, I guess it, for a second it's cute, but after it's done, I didn't love it. I'm never going to think about it again. This will be a, a passing piece of ephemera in my life. As a ghost, <laughs> I feel seen. Okay. And you can never downplay the importance of representation to somebody. I should have anticipated your ghostly connections to this song and mm-hmm. i did not do so and i apologize for not being sensitive to yeah i'm sorry when i went when i went to jerome the ghost danced all around me damn did and i didn't mention it because you know i got like white guy moves so i'm not gonna like <laughs> i didn't want to dance but i was really impressed boy i'd imagine the population of jerome arizona is probably a lot of white guy ghosts too though isn't oh, it oh yeah hell yeah hell okay. yeah they weren't they weren't good dancers but like seeing them made me like you know, like you see somebody dancing badly and you're like, oh, I feel better because I'm not going to be the worst person dancing. Sure. This made me like feel even worse because I'm like, yeah, I might be better than them, but I just feel I'm kind of I'd still be ashamed. You are. I, I don't I know. Listen, let's break kayfabe for a second here. OK, bring bring the walls down of this podcast. I know you're not ashamed of dancing. You are the, the big boy dancer. You get on the floor before anyone. You stay later. Only at weddings. Okay. Oh, okay. There wasn't a ghost wedding happening? No. Well, you were there? Okay. All right. Just Ghosts asking. never get married. Really? Yeah, because you, I mean, you can't say, we can't say till death do us part because if you get married, you immediately part. So do you think that's the thing that makes a wedding is if they don't say till death do us part? Well, okay. So what's the, that sets the term of the wedding, right? The length of the wedding is until one of the, one of the spouses dies, right? So you think when you go up to heaven and you meet your beautiful partner who is going to die before you 
Uh, you don't think that you'll still be married there? No. You can fuck around on each other <laughs> when you're in heaven? I mean, if you want to, like, exchange floating strands of protons with other free-form fl- free, uh, energy clouds, sure. we can, I suppose. Okay, all right. That's, uh, that's sad somehow. That's sad that you'll be divorced. So is it a divorce when you die? No, okay. no it's just... It's like the you, you put a term on something. It's like term life insurance. It just runs out. Do you think people who are ghosts are sad watching their spouses fuck other people? Uh, I would argue it depends on the ghost, right? Sure. Of course, some ghosts are super cool with Yeah, some ghosts prefer it. cuckolding. Yeah, absolutely. Um, okay. Did you say spectral cuckolding? I certainly did. Two words that I'm now going to name a 2D6 song off of, I think. It's a very, very good combination. I mean, um, that could be a whole, that could be an actual 2D6 song about a ghost <laughs> that likes... <laughs> we've had a concept called cock-blocking ghost girlfriend for a long time now that I just haven't, uh, mm. haven't had a chance to think up. That's um, some quality, that's some quality rapping right there. What can I say? We, we know our shit. Uh, Ev, let me ask you this. You liked this song. Tell me what was your favorite part of this song? Did you have a, a, a standout shining star moment? Hmm. I would say, um, just Kev's voice. Like... It lends itself so well to, this isn't a mournful song, but it mm. is like kind of a, it's kind of an ethere- ethereal song. And like, I think if Ed sang it, I wouldn't like this song at all. Sure. Like it has to be like somebody going, there are ghosts there in the spooky woods. <laughs> like sure. Kev, Kev just makes this song for me. Yeah. Uh, and I do think he's very plaintive with this song. Mm-hmm. He just lays it out for you. Not a whole lot of uh, special shit happening. Um, yeah, which I don't, I guess to each his own because I, he, he was a little too bland for me. Hmm. Can I tell you what I loved? Go ahead. I loved Mingus Mountain. (laughs) 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 Let me tell you. To Mingus Mountain. Mountain. Then you'll know. Not only Mingus Mountain. Not only is Mingus Mountain a fucking great phrase, but afterwards the whole band goes Mingus Mountain, Mingus Mountain. <laughs> I know. It's fucking Jim again with his fucking <laughs> diegetic music. Like he needs everything represent. Like when they said till it fell down the hill, and it's like Jim's like, okay, we gotta put sound of something falling down a hill now musically. They kept the jailhouse filled till it fell down the. Absolutely. If you say it, it's got to be reflected. Oh my god, how ridiculous was that? So you think Mingus Mountain was like the echoing off the Mingus Mountains? Was that the diegesis there? I don't know, the ghosts on Okay, Mountain. okay. Kinda... Because they also do it again with uh, when they say copper miners, copper miners, copper <laughs> miners. Yes, they do. And copper miners. Copper miners. They kept... I just liked every part of this song where they treated it like a weird fucking like, stop the song. Call and respond. Continue the song. Like we got. Do you gotta... think that like it was like so? Kev wrote this song, and then it's like, you know, where someone is kind of like, kind of em- like embarrassing themselves, but they don't know that they're doing it, <laughs> and they're kind of a sh- they, like you don't really like them that much, so you just kind of like jump on. You're like, oh yeah, Mingus Mountain. Is that what you said, <laughs> Mingus Mountain? 
<laughs> yes, absolutely. So, like, I think that Ed was doing that. He's like, well, okay, cool, cool, Mingus Mountain. All right, what if we just say it again afterwards, <laughs> after he does it? And it's like him talking to Jim and Tyler. So they're, like, oh, in a, no. in a, they're like messing around or something. And, and then uh, Kev goes, Mingus Mountain. And they go, Mingus Mountain, yo, 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 <laughs> This is and, sad. And instead of, like, being kind of, like, embarrassed, Kev is, like, loves it delighted loves sure. it eats it up because that's the only way you can do it if you find out someone's making fun of it you have to go 100 you have to double down and go 100 percent back at them like, yeah oh yeah that's so amazing good job yeah yeah i guess i can see that god i don't want to think especially after uh fucking um on the uh out on the lookout where like it was just kevin jim playing and having fun and ed not interrupting i'd like to think that ed is more of a, a patient father but maybe yeah, he does yeah, like I to make think, fun of his child i don't think that that actually happened i just okay. thought <laughs> But I like inventing headcanon about the boys. That's mm-hmm. what makes this show worth it. Otherwise, it's just <laughs> us talking about bare naked ladies songs. What are we doing? Uh, all right. Um, solo. Sucked. Fucking love the solo. Oh, boy. Coming from two different roads here. It was great. It was great. It was like a like an old Western guitar. Said it oh was man! Like a it boring countryman on his rocking chair on his porch, like ding, 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 ding. Like yeah, that's like I'm walking along a, a road, a dusty road. Uh, there's a scorpion in my boot. <laughs> I got my six shoot my, my six shooter at my side. A can of beans in my back pocket, and <laughs> on the porch Open. there's a little man plinking away on his guitar. And I'm like, ooh, I'm gonna set a spell. Okay, sure. Listen to this guy. But like, here's here's the difference I think between you and I. Maybe insofar as this song is concerned, I understand its commitment to realism Uh i just don't want to live there (laughs) i don't want to be in that reality i don't want to have it reflected in my life in any way i would rather live in columbus ohio than visit jerome arizona i'll go with you bud if we're gonna let's go to jerome together (laughs) after we go to japan after we go to uh all the other j places everywhere that begins with a j yeah (laughs) yes absolutely um but uh jamaica that would be a fun Mm. trip okay um but yeah the I, I guess I get the sit a spell. I think our friend, another J friend, the crypto naturalist, Jared, would be super into that solo. But uh, I don't know. I just wasn't feeling it. Feels like a oh, very crypto naturalist well, solo. That's okay. This is like one of the. This is one of the few occasions where I guess now that Steve's gone, they can like write a song about something like a country. They can write a country western song about a country western place and <laughs> use country western music. <laughs> Whereas before, is like Steve's like, oh no no no, we got to make this fucking carnival music. Sure, sure, I need a sure. fucking calliope going on in the background. I need to go and. I need, I need this Clippy just going ham. Yeah, yeah. But I kind of, I mean, I, I, I've i said it before, and I'll say it again. I love those big swings. They amuse me and delight me, and I'm super into them. Um, so I don't know. I don't I don't know. I, I like it when it's goofballs. This one just was too boring to me. It was oh, too no, close I to fucking home. love this one. Yeah. I'll tell you what did slap. The fucking percussion in this song. Huge, oh, yeah. driving, big, clappy drums. Ty was my star in this song. Thought he was great. Love yeah, I don't, I don't, and there's nowhere especially where I could say like this, but he just, it ruled. The whole song ruled as far as percussion was concerned. Um... 
Ev, those are my notes on the song. This was a, a real nothing, nothing burger to me. I would say if I had to pick one thing I hated about this song, it was Kev's lyrics. Oh, why so? Why so? Let me. I mean, the, the all around you and Jerome is fine, but like the fucker rhymed road with road. <laughs> yes, he did. Take the bloody basin road through Blackwater Canyon up the twisted road. And then bar brawlers and drifters, gamblers and gunfighters. What the fuck? Bar brawlers and drifters, gunfighters and or gunfighters and grifters. Jesus, man. I, I Come think on. Gunfighters and and follow me on this was supposed to rhyme with copper miners. Cuz he says like bar brawlers and drifters, gamblers and gunfighters. Ladies of the evening and the copper miners. Bar brawlers and drifters. Gamblers and gunfighters. Ladies of the evening. And copper so it's a bad rhyme. No matter how you slice it, it's a bad rhyme. But it's better than drifters and fighters. Miners and fighters at least utilize assonance. I guess. I, I, they I'm... kept the jailhouse filled till it <laughs> fell down the hill. <laughs> Motherfucker. Wee. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. I I just think that he he could somebody could. This song looks like it was written at night when he couldn't sleep and was feeling a little bit spooky. Yeah, I could definitely see that. Yeah, he's walking in Jerome. I wonder yeah, if he I'm actually not, not a fan. Yeah, yeah. I wonder if he left his hotel and actually walked around Jerome in the night. Probably not. I would imagine that uh, you know, you can't really see there's probably not a lot of streetlights. There's probably not a lot going on in Jerome after eight PM. I no, would say. there is. It's a fucking tourist town. So what what the fuck happens after eight PM? And it's bars are open, you know, like I mean I'm sure the main street kinda closes down, but I bet there's like restaurants and bars and things like that. I bet there's a night li- night scene. Yeah, you Although might be right. Although it didn't seem like there was any like dance clubs or anything in yeah. Jerome when I was. <laughs> yeah, it did not seem did not seem very right. popular. Um, okay. That's yeah, I, I, I agree. The rhyming the, the, the writing needs a second pass on this song. It might need a third, a fourth, a fifth pass. We need Ed to get in here and, and work yeah, his magic. Ed. Although God, I think- can you imagine if can you imagine if Jim got in here? Oh boy. Goodness, what more diegesis can we bring to this song? Did you know? Did you know that 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 you can see it when a ghost eats? You can see the food inside their stomach. Let's talk about that. <laughs> Have you ever seen Ghostbusters where he gives the man a blowjob? Let's talk about that part of Jerome. <laughs> um, okay, so uh, want to talk about some live versions? I only saw the one in Phoenix, Arizona. Okay, uh, Ev, that's a fun one. Something is wrong with Kev's keyboard at the beginning. Yes. Is that the one you saw? Okay, and he's very yeah. mock angry at the tech. He has trouble finding the starting note there. Weird. The song is much loungier live. Uh, it could be just the way Kev carries himself, because he kind of carries himself like a little bit of a mm-hmm. lounge singer. Uh, Ev, did you see the comments to that specific video? Nope. What? I, don't, I don't read them, so you can have your comment of the week. One month ago, Bibliotecarina Bibliotecarina said, Hi, Evan. In the comments. Motherfucker. <laughs> the fuck are you? And to you, Bibliotech Arena, I say, what the fuck? Where is your Saker comment? Evan doesn't even fucking read the comments. I think that they obviously wanted you to read that to me. They did. Well, Karina says hi, I suppose. I don't know who it is. Should we Should we look her up right now? Should we look up Bibliotech Arena? No, that's, that's hey, man, rude. I don't know. How, how weird do you want to be? <laughs> um, There was the version on Ships and Dip 4. You hmm. didn't see that version. Uh, Ryan Miller, lead singer of Guster, takes over for Kev on vocals. 
and Andy is in the band. Andy joins mm-hmm. them on stage. Um, it's cool. It's a good version of the. It's not great. He's no Kev. He's no Broken Angel, Fallen Prince, Kev Hearn. But he's he's interesting. Uh, he must fucking love this song. He does it without a lyric sheet. Who knows this song? Like bizarre, but I, I do. Well, okay, sing the whole. Oh, you you love this song? Name three of its albums. It. Ghosts, what? Ghost dance. Ghost dance. One. Uh, all my friends are wolves. And bat dance. And and back <laughs> backdraft too. Backdraft. Did you know the theme from backdraft is also the theme from Iron Chef? Nope. Now you know. <laughs> um, and then there's a version uh, in Philly in 2019, and the only note I wrote was why. Ebo, could you tell me how this song is like a science fiction movie? I, this is good luck. This is so fucking. What are you talking about? It was super easy. Uh huh. So, spooky mood, ghosts. Science fiction has ghosts in them, kind of. But this is, of course, written about 2001 John Carpenter directed Ghosts of Mars. Oh, the John Carter movie? No. No, no, that's John Carter. Oh, okay. Of Mars, right. Got and it. And that came out in like 2000 and. Eight, not no ten, I think. But okay, all right. Yeah, this me. is two thousand one. John Carpenter's John Carpenter's Ghosts of Mars. Okay, I always like the movies where they have to like put the director's name in front of it, otherwise you'll have no <laughs> fucking idea. Like Quentin Tarantino presents. Sure, sure. Or else it will bomb. Even though uh, Wikipedia, the first sentence is this movie bombed. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it stars uh, Ice Cube. Oh. Uh, you know, back when he was like triple X hot. Uh huh. Got it. And not when he was State a, of the a Nation Trump supporter. Yeah. Okay. Natasha Henstridge. Jason Statham. Oh. Clea Duvall, one of my favorite actors. Okay. Uh, and that's pretty much it. Pam Greer, I think, is in it. Okay. Um, but yeah. she. Uh, they, so Ice Cube plays a prisoner, of course. Okay. And Good. Uh, Natasha Henstridge and her crew, Jason Statham and Clea Duvall and Pam Greer, are all taking, escorting a single prisoner to this abandoned, oh, not abandoned, but mostly abandoned mining facility Ooh. on mars the year is 2183 mars is terraformed to about 80 4 percent so you can walk around that's cool okay so uh yeah henstridge plays the police um ice cube is prisoner james quote desolation williams <laughs> desolation of smog williams <laughs> okay so they uh so these miners dug too deep as miners tend to do uh-huh. they found this like door box and they opened it, and it released ancient Martian ghosts. Okay, cool. That's exciting. Yeah, and the ghosts dance all around. They dance from body to body, because what they do is they possess the miners and make them do bad stuff. Okay, okay. Like and uh, self-mutilation and oh, things like that. I see. So the ghosts are killing them, are killing the humans, and the miners and the team, whatever. Um, I think Pam Greer bites it, and then Natasha Henstridge has to take control of the situation. They're fighting these ghosts, but if you kill somebody who has a ghost in them, it just releases the ghost and they possess somebody else. (laughs) Neat. Okay, so there's no way to get rid of the ghosts. Yeah, yeah. So Jason Statham bites it. Uh, They smash a train into something, and uh, then their their plan is they're going to go to the nuclear reactor in the center of town that powers all the mining shit. Okay. And then they're going to blow it up and destroy the town, and that'll get rid of the ghosts. Why? Why Why are ghosts immune or not immune to radiation? Well, you find out they aren't. Oh, okay. Good, uh, good. They are completely, actually, they are completely immune to it. So the, 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 the premise of the movie is that when you kill someone, the ghost leaves their body and goes to possess somebody else. Mm-hmm. So they blow up the town. Um, Ice-T escapes. Um, Natasha Henstridge goes back and reports to her superiors. 
and uh, they don't believe her. But then the last like scene is the bomb just releases all the ghosts because they were in people and now they're they're not because you know nuclear explosions don't affect us. I I truly fucking love shit that like in a lot of other movies would be hand waved like a nuclear explosion is the most powerful of course it will kill a ghost like the characters all have this idea somehow and then in the end it's like what no that's stupid <laughs> like that's just well, that was uh that was the point of the movie is john carpenter was trying to make something that was supposed to be kind of silly okay and like bombastic and just like a, a a bizarre movie where characters like acted as plot points and things like that he was specifically like tongue-in-cheek doing that and everybody took it totally seriously oh, no. because you know john carpenter sure. incredibly serious director yeah, of right. you know big trouble in little china and uh all the great, yeah, Prince of Darkness and sure. all those great movies that he did. So, um, like, it was supposed to be a uh, escape from, like, a, escape from Mars is what it was originally supposed to be called. It was supposed to be a Snake Plissken movie. They were gonna make a third one. Yeah, oh, those but Escape from rude. L.A. bombed so badly that they didn't want to do oh, another Snake Plissken movie. What a bummer. I had no idea. Okay. Yeah, and it was supposed to star Jason Statham, but they're like, Jason Statham doesn't have enough star power. We need Ice Cube. Oh, but what 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 had Statham done at this point? Probably not a whole lot, huh? Yeah, he was like in Lockstock and stuff like that. And I think this is pre... No, this is like... Oh, yeah, he was like only... Tra- he was in Lockstock, Snatch, and Turn It Up. That's it. Okay. Wow. So this is like pre-transporter era, like Jason Statham as action star. Yeah, that was the next year. That Italian job. Wow. Yeah, he then he mm-hmm. blew up. Interesting. But uh, yeah, Natasha Henstridge was, you know, she was kind of the uh, super attractive woman from the 90s, you know, from Species. Mm-hmm. And then she kind of fell off the map when she turned, you know, 40 as, you know, most female actors do in, in the Hollywood uh, grist machine, grist mill. Sure. But the, the role was originally offered to Michelle Yeoh. Wow, this could have been then, an entirely different movie. Yeah, and then Famke Janssen also was offered the role, and then she, they both turned it down. I don't even know who that is. Uh, she is uh, in X-Men. She was whatever, Dark Phoenix, whatever her name is. Oh, okay, okay. Famke Janssen. In the, old, in the, other, the older X-Men movies. Yeah, Gray. yeah. Interesting. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, it's pretty obvious that he wrote this about Ghosts of Mars. Wow. And I think Kev is the kind of guy who would watch this movie and get it. Okay. <laughs> Just like sure. I'm the kind of guy who would listen to this song and get it you're right right, right. and you're not you got so. me you, i mean nail me to the wall i can't argue that i did not understand this very simple straightforward <laughs> song that has no pretense about the city of jerome um yeah interesting wow i can't believe you nailed something that had ghosts and mining and was yeah. sci-fi a plus my friend that was hey good. man, I'm a I'm a researcher by trade, so I can track down your uh, I can track it down. Track it down. You went to Google and typed "ghost plus mining plus sci-fi" and this popped out. What are you talking about? I took the lyrics and I entered them into my uh, algorithm, I have your answer. <laughs> what the fuck do you think? You making fun of me? No, uh, sorry. Do you have the algorithms? Don't do that. It was just a it's just a macro that just. Uh... <laughs> You don't have the deconstructs the entire. I'm looking behind you in the zoom window, and the robot from Rocky Four is right over your shoulder, and he's yeah, running. Okay, he he's bringing me something. Okay, <laughs> happy birthday, yeah, boy. <laughs> sure, okay, that's fair. He thinks every day is my birthday. <laughs> that's a, it's a feature, not a bug. Okay. Can you believe Sly Stallone is cutting? We should have talked about this last week with every subway car. He's cutting the robot out of his recut of Rocky Four. Motherfucker. Ah, it's ridiculous. That was the, that was how we knew Rocky had made it. <laughs> he had a robot to bring. Who the fuck had a robot cakes. back then, man? Bummer. Um, Ebo, I think it's Tell about- me you didn't want that robot. Oh, I've never seen a Rocky movie, but I wanted that robot. <laughs> I haven't seen that movie either, I don't think. But everybody knows the fucking robot. Yeah. 
It's famous. internet famous. famous. Let's read. Should, we should just do the robot cut. Only the robot? <laughs> That's not a bad idea. Or should we just like transpose Photoshop the robot over every character? That's yep. not bad either. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. I like that. Let's get around to rating this song. Ev, as you know, we rate this song on a scale of bare, naked, to fully clothed. The more clothes this song is wearing, the worse it is. The- I still fuck this up after 120 episodes. More clothes, worse. Fewer clothes, better. As usual, we start with you, Ev. Where does this song fall for you? So is it less or fewer clothes? Fewer, because clothes are unquantifiable. But, okay, so let me, let me paint two pictures for you. Uh-huh. So right now I'm wearing a sweater, um, jeans... And boxers and socks. I take my socks off. I have fewer clothes on, right? Yeah. Uh, listen. Wait, wait, wait. wait. I'm, I'm, There's more. Let me finish. Let me finish. Can I finish? Can I finish? Can I finish? <laughs> that was a good There's move a is pausing for up to three seconds. And then when I start to respond, say, let me finish. <laughs> That's the, they call that the Ev. <laughs> all right. So so I've taken my socks off. I have fewer clothes on. Mm-hmm. All right. Do you, do you agree with that? Yes. Okay, now I hate your I have gotcha same, journalism you do on this. I podcast. have the same outfit on. No, I'm just. This is, I'm genuinely. I'm genuinely curious. Uh-huh. I have my same outfit on. Now I take scissors and I cut the sleeves off of my um, sweater. Do I have less clothes on or fewer clothes on? Because I'm wearing the same number of clothes. Yeah, yeah. They just cover less of my body. I would say you're wearing less. Cl- fewer is when you take off a, a clothes. Less <laughs> is when you take off part of a clothes. <laughs> There we go. Okay. okay we- I just I'm not I wasn't trying to get you. I was just curious <laughs> as to, you know, your uh, your literal your literalist interpretation of Why this. Why do you ever get our guests like this? I want to see you just dig into them. I kind of do sometimes, and they never like it. <laughs> yeah, okay, that's true. That's why. Good. Thank you, actually, for not doing that to our people that deign to be on this stupid-ass podcast. Um. All right, Ev, so where are you? All right. So I've been getting into, um, let's say, like, Russian roots music. music. Um, like Otavo Yo, things like that. Um, like, uh, you know, just, uh, sort of like the, the, the Russian, like Appalachian version, like the, the Cossack stuff. Um, and, uh, I've been, uh, it's fall leaves are falling. It's a beautiful, uh, evening outside. I'm hanging out with my friends at a fire. Um, I've been thinking about Cossacks all night and how they would go out just like in the, in the snow and be super tough and things like that. And, you know, pour cold water on themselves. And, you know, after all my friends leave and I've cleaned up the, I've cleaned up the fire, the socially distanced fire, I put the TVs back inside. I'm like, you know, it's cold outside, but it's not freezing. Mm-hmm. And so if I'm ever going to be super cool Cossack guy, I got to do it now because otherwise I will die. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you go out and I'm just wearing my, I'm wearing my, uh, like sleeping pants, okay. my pants that are just like real comfortable pants stripped down to nothing but those pants and it is a beautiful autumn night it is a cool breeze i uh yell some fake russian into the trees and uh then i pour some water over myself and it is fucking freezing but you know i got i got the experience okay you know that's what this song is to me this is a experience this is an experience that i wanted to have um and now i had it sure unpleasant it was unpleasant but you know what i think i'm gonna remember it fondly how bizarre. So, what, what what was it? T-shirt and jeans? Was that what it was? No, it's just pants. Oh, just pants. Okay. Like a, like a comfortable a comfortable long pants. Sure. Like a comfortable pair of full pants, but I'm stripped I'm stripped to the waist, no shoes. Okay, got it. Covered it's uncomfortable half naked. So a good song, but also uncomfortable. 
like unpleasant, unhappy, but well, good. I mean, I went inside immediately, and I mean, it's a, it's a, it's cute that I did that. Okay. I feel like it's cute. Okay, 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 okay. Because I'm not Russian. Okay. I don't have any. I mean, I probably have some Slavic ancestry, sure. but not not Russian, sure, like sure, Hungarian sure. or something. All right. Um, that's a good answer. I like that. Uh, me personally, see, here's the thing, Ev. I thought I thought you would take us to the place itself for your review because how could you not? But then again, you've been there, so you don't need mm-hmm. to, you know, think about going to Jerome. Me, on the other hand, I imagine it every night since I heard this song. Uh, the ghosts dance in my mind. So for my review, I am in Jerome, and I am having a blast. I'm spending more than 25 minutes there, but I do have the mozzarella bones. I put them in the skeleton spend a blood. New York, spend a New York minute I'll there. Spend a New York, I'll spend a New York half hour there. I don't even care. Spend um, a New York mile. A New York half hour is seven years, so I actually <laughs> don't want to spend that long there. Um and I, I go to the tool shed. I go to a couple art studios. I buy a windbreaker. I just, it's a wind chimes. You buy some like a knockoff Native American dream catcher. That's correct. There was a lot of that yes. in, in like that area. Made by some, some white woman who yeah. doesn't understand the culture or, yeah, okay. Some white woman in a shawl, yeah. <laughs> like a tie dyed shawl. Exactly. Um, and then, uh, you know, it's, it's the middle of August. It's hot out in Jerome. Um, and uh, once there, I, I get in my hotel room that night and I say to myself, this was it. I mean, this is considered the Mecca for Bennett Ladies fans. Uh, I can't do better than Jerome. And as a Bennett Ladies fan, I think it's time. So I put on my windbreaker. I put on my sweatshirt. I put on a heavy jacket. I put on a couple pairs of pants. I put on some socks. And I walk into the Arizona desert <laughs> late at night. I walk as far as I can because it's still nice and cool. And then I just lay down and go to sleep. By the daytime, I am 20 miles into the desert. I wake up. My throat is parched. I try to make it out. But I die. Covered in clothing. Uh, but you know what? Fastball. What's that? Yeah, I pull a fastball. Like that fastball yes, song. that's correct. You pull a fastball song. That's correct. Uh, I don't have a partner to do it with. Uh, I have abandoned uh. my my partner and child here in in Columbus, uh, telling them I was going on a bare naked ladies excursion, a walkabout, uh, a pilgrimage, a, na- if you will. a nakeabout, uh, and winding up dead. Um, so yeah, a couple shirts, a couple pants. Not a fan of this song. Could do without it. An unpleasant experience, also. So, sorry. I was bare naked ladies pilgrimage. Yes, is got to be sure. Obviously, Edmonton. Yes, you have. So Toronto. Then you go to Jerome. Well, actually, probably Peterborough and the Kawarthas. Yes, got yes. Oh, there's another one about a specific place. Yeah, Peterborough and the Kawarthas. We didn't even think about that. Sure. Okay. Uh, where else? Uh, so yeah, I think a lot of of Torontan places. Um, how about? Oh, the overpass that everyone jumps off of. Sure. Where was that? Do we remember where that was? I don't remember where that was. It was a specific overpass. I don't remember it off the top of my head. Okay. Okay. We could do a ladies road trip. That would be fun. That would be a good time. Yeah. Uh, Halifax. Yeah. For Hello City. You have a, a much better memory of these things than I do. Iraq for helicopters. Could take a little <laughs> trip over to the Middle East. Uh, the place where he fell off the uh, the bridge and tonight is the night I fell asleep at the wheel. That would be a lot of fun. Um, I don't think he, I don't think that's written about a specific place though. I think we have to go to only the places that they okay. had in their so minds. So we can't go to Youngstown for light up my room. No. Okay, that's fair. All right, Ebbo, we're gonna plan this, but in the meantime, you listeners, you're gonna take a break. We'll be right back with more. It's all been done. A bare naked ladies podcast. 
Hey, Ev. Can I, can I ask you a question? A couple questions? Ask me the first one and I will allow you maybe to ask me another. So you're watching TV. No, I'm not. Suddenly you, suddenly you realize there's a wasp crawling on your arm. Sorry. What do you do? Do you swat it, squash it, savor it, or trap it? Squat, squash, savor, trap. Squat, squash, savor, trap. Those are my only options? Yes. Um, and please please answer quickly that reaction time is a important part of this. Squat. Squat? Was that one of my options? I get up and squat? S- no, swat or squash. Oh, okay. Uh, swat. I think that okay. that's, that's your, your lizard brain, right? Yeah, yep, yep. I have no so idea. Okay, you're walking down the street. You pass a homeless person. It's a cold night, SWAT. big city. You fumble out your wallet, and then a $10 note drops into their lap okay do you leave it there do you swap it for small change you say oh yeah I, I meant to do that or do you double it jesus christ um you leave it there okay is this a personality test are you gonna match me with a sex in so, the city character so i'm we're at a party at my house <laughs> i offer you tequila in the glass there's the worm okay do you drink it and enjoy the ritual do you throw it away you're disgusting do you refuse it or do you pick out the worm and finish the tequila <sighs> see there's there's nuance to this one because I think I, mm-hmm. I drink the te- tequila through gritted teeth to leave the worm in the cup and then I wait until a bunch of people go what you're not going to eat it to get all the attention and then I go alright I, I guess I'll do it and then everybody cheers me on while I do it so I do it for yeah I do it yeah, so I would, you enjoy the ritual I enjoy the ritual so when you're thinking about yourself and you're contemplating let's say living alone does that make you feel independent does that make you feel like oh there's no possible way I could do this um, do you think like, oh, yeah, this is something I could experiment with? Or are you like, eh, I'd never live alone. Is my life the same otherwise? Do I still have a child? No, you live alone. Uh, okay, so I have no custody of my child. This is an alternate universe. Well, your, your child doesn't exist anymore. Okay. <laughs> uh, I think it's exciting. Was that an option? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So like intriguing. Yes. Okay. Intriguing. So I, my son has died. You're at the funeral. Um, I'm, I'm just fucking going it ham because I'm sad, okay. right? When you, when you see me doing this, do you feel annoyed that I'm doing this? Do you feel powerless to help me? Do you, does this make you sad too? Or does this make you feel kind of bored? Powerful wasn't an answer. Um. Because I still have a living son. Yeah. Annoyed. An- so annoyed. Annoyed? Yeah, I guess I feel annoyed. annoyed. Yeah. I guess I feel, yeah, pissed off. Okay. So, um, we're at my house. I'm talking about how amazing my fucking life is. I've got the perfect partner, is the perfect after? son. Oh, okay. I thought this was after your son died. Yeah, this is a different, okay, this is a different it, scenario. So, I'm just talking, I'm going on and on about how great everything is. Do you indulge me, laugh along? Do you try and outdo me? Do you sit silently or do you mock me? <laughs> There's no context. I guess I mock you. Okay, what is perfect. Okay, great. Calculate. Okay, last question. Okay. It is bring your kids to work mm-hmm. day. I mean, every day is bring your kids to work day because you work at a school. Ayo. But bringing your specific kid to work, your little little Benzo misbehaves, <laughs> and your the principal slaps him. Oh, Jesus! What in is your reaction? Are you slaps Enzo? Okay. Are you horrified? Are you like, well, he deserved it? Are you furious or are you terrified? Elated is not a. It has to be more than he deserved it. It has to be like a fuck yeah, I get him. So acceptance is the closest. Um. But I'm also raring for a fight. So maybe, yeah, you know what? What's... I... Like, anger boner? Was that on the list? Yeah. Okay, that's what I get. Uh Uh-oh. What? Nothing. All right, that's all. Those are my my questions. Can you feed... 
can you feed him into your Rocky Robot algorithm? I did. Okay. What did it spit out? Um, yeah, nothing. What do you... I had to have said... Why were you asking yeah. me those questions? No reason. Just wanted to double check something. <laughs> something I've been suspecting for a long time. <laughs> and and were you correct? No, it doesn't, doesn't matter. We're fine. You know who else is correct? That's right, Summer Twilight Book Club, a podcast where two dumb bitches put their social work degrees to good use by discussing the horniest four books of their teenage years. Season 2, Episode 14, The Revenge of New Moon, came out on January 26th, 2020, so we probably have done an ad for this before. It's still considered a current podcast on the Orange Groves, though I don't quite understand why. Sahana and Kat disagree more than they ever have in an episode all over the movie adaptation of New Moon. In this episode, Masterworks, Contoured Abs, and a complete lack of heterosexuality. That's right, Kat and Sahana. Go have a... Go have it. They have it all. Two <laughs> women are doing it for you themselves. Can, that's right, ladies. You can have it all. <laughs> Thanks. That was fun. And now's the time in the show when we spin that big wheel. Welcome back, listeners. <laughs> Whoops. I'm out of sorts this episode. I feel I feel like I'm whacked out. It's because I've had four hours of sleep each night for the last week. I have... I've been having horrible neck pain. I went to the doctor and he gave oh, me um, uh, uh, steroids and they have not helped. Um, so I need to fix myself, fix my life. I don't know what's oh, wrong dear. with me. Uh, anyway, Ev, our, uh, our segment this week is piece of cake. Pair this song with a food or a drink. Oh, it's a haunted haunted hamburger. hamburger. Okay, next. <laughs> that sucks. And their hand spun milkshakes. Uh, oh, did they have it? Oh, that mm-hmm. sounds good. Okay. Uh, the next one is going to be in the drink. You need to seduce the narrator of this song. <laughs> How do you go about it? What's your pickup line? Oh, so is the narrator of the song a ghost or is the narrator of the song like the head of the um, Jerome Chamber of Commerce? <laughs> I think it's a tourist, right? I, wh- why do you think it's the head of the Chamber of Commerce? Oh, because because they're telling you, like, when you walk alone, <laughs> you're... So they're not... The, oh, somebody is talking to you. It's in the you. second person. I felt like this was a tourist, like, coming back and recounting his experiences of his time in Jerome. So Okay. Uh, so you need to seduce somebody who took a vacation to <laughs> Sedona, to like, to Yavapai park. National Park in Sedona, or, like, the Red Rock area. Okay. Oh, it's Red Rocks. Okay, okay. I didn't know that was close to Red Rocks. I get this now. Uh, okay, so somebody goes to Red Rocks. Let's let's uh, 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 analyze them, break them down, stereotype them. Somebody who would mm-hmm. go to Red Rocks has too much money. Um, mm-hmm. They are perhaps uh, the allure of um, culture, but they don't actually want that culture. They want like a. I think that they're uh, they're they're somebody who was somebody who went to like a liberal arts college, a small liberal arts college. Sure. This is an and Oberlin. They, they majored in like. I don't know. Um, we'll say like creative writing sure. or something like sure, that. Sure, sure, And then when they got out, they weren't good enough to like make make their bones. Well, no one can like. It's like being an NBA basketball player. You can't really be an author anymore. But so they got a job, like a a business job, right? And they worked their way up through the ranks. And now they're like a middle manager. They make a they make a a hefty salary. Let's say like a hundred k. Okay. Year. Not like an absurd salary, but not a normal salary. Sure. So they make good money. Doing Wait, how much the was fuck it again? They're doing. 100k okay, a year. Okay. I mean that's a good salary. Yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> that's pretty good. Like that's enough that you're you're able to take vacations sure, and you know that sort of stuff. So they so they're but they they feel kind of hollow and they want to get back in touch with their artsy side. So they're like 
they're like let's take uh, let's do something i'm gonna do something spontaneous because they never married never had kids um i want to go to red rock sedona i just saw a postcard and they're like yeah let's do it so they're going on vacation there and they're like it's like a uh, um it's like one of those romantic comedy movies where the girl's like i need to get out of my life mm-hmm She's all that. I don't know. Okay. Stella got Stella got her groove back. I think it's like yeah, Stella got her groove back. That's the one where where she goes to like falls in love with a Jamaican Here's guy. Here's the one thing I remember about Stella got her groove back is that uh, my parents were watching it when I was young and I walked in on the scene where she was having sex. It was the opposite, the reverse of what usually happens, which is I'm watching anime and my parents come in and see the one sex scene. So I was very pleased at that moment and I got an anger boner. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. Got him. But uh, yeah, so it's like it's so to so this the narrator is just gonna have the sedona experience Mm, mm. and so he or she is like totally bought into this like so i feel like they'd be relatively easy to seduce because they're looking for something new sure this is somebody who's craving novelty they're chasing it so i feel like what we need to do is like play up like the artsy part like version so like wig they're they're at the um they're at one of the microbreweries oh they're at uh, the tool the tool winery yeah the 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 tool tool shop the tool shed (laughs) and uh so we're at the other end of the bar and uh we're 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 e-vaping. Okay. <laughs> E-girl vaping, sure, absolutely. <laughs> sure. We got that churro scented. We got that churro scented vape uh-huh. juice. Uh-huh. We got our pink wigs so- on. Uh short bobs, just like uh Lost in Translation. Uh we've mm-hmm. got our um I don't know what else are we doing? What what else makes us stand out? Um I think that uh, our our utter lack of interest in everything going on sure. around us. Absolutely. Yeah. Um so we uh, pretend to notice him from, uh, well, you can't pretend to know. We pretend to ignore him, but we're noticing him. Yeah, we give him a, we give him a polite nod. Sure, a polite nod. Um, and then he, what does he do? Does he, I mean, is that it? Does he buy us a drink after that? And then we go over and talk to him? Um, I think we need, I think we need to play it up a little more. Sure. Like, uh, um, okay, the tool shed is hanging our art. It's like one of those things oh. where you can, you hang the art on the wall and they're like, this piece is $450, something like that. So it's, it's actually our 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 art display sure and, but it's and it's this podcast so they're just like buttons you can press on the wall that play a full episode of it's all but not a break podcast and you can buy a sort of bespoke version of it for 450 dollars, where we insert your name randomly throughout the episode well i mean we're it's our art show so if you pay a 450 dollars, we just record a entire episode <laughs> sure. for you on sure. the spot listeners that's true if you yeah. paypal me 450 dollars, we will record you a better good ladies episode 100%. Any song you want. <laughs> Doesn't even have to be Barenaked no, Ladies. It could be whatever. We don't give a shit. Uh, again, I think I've given it out many times on this podcast, but my Venmo is at Jedi333. Okay, continue. Go ahead. Sorry. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, we, we kind of sidle over there and we're like, uh, we're just, we're just, we, we chat them up. We don't like say, like, oh, do you like what you hear? Mm-hmm. We chat them up until they realize that our voice is the voice that they've been hearing all Love night. that. Yeah. And the voice that they're going to hear in their dreams and when they wake up tomorrow and we take them to a delightful um, diner experience. <laughs> At Jimmy DeBones B's Fresh Off the Griddle Diner. Uh, mm-hmm. Which I assume is another skeleton-themed diner. In- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They're they're waffles, but the they've poked holes in every little crevice in the waffle. So it's just you hold it up, and it's like a you can see all the way through it, like a skeleton oh, waffle. Sure, they call it the waffle crypt. Your syrup gets buried yeah. down in there. And the they also call syrup skeleton That's- blood. You know, there's, <laughs> <laughs> there's not all every sauce <laughs> is skeleton blood. <laughs> you your own? Skeleton blood. <laughs> <laughs> sure, absolutely. Damn, Ev, that was easy. Um. And I think probably successful. Um, I think that we should probably contact uh, the tool shed about having sort of a little function there. That would be a lot of fun. 
yeah i mean i feel like i feel like it's relatively easy to seduce somebody who is there for the express purpose of being seduced yeah which i feel well, like not in this i don't know i don't think i don't want to put that on him or her i want to say like they're op- they're someone who's completely open to whatever the world gives you exp- them. you're just you know what tonight i'm just saying yes tonight i'm just saying yes mm-hmm. doesn't matter what it is you want to do a bump mm-hmm. of coke sure yeah, it sounds good to me. You want to you want to make out with a dude in a pink wig whose podcast is currently playing? Sure, yeah, let's do it. Oh, what a strange show we have, Ev. Do you think that yeah. Bernick and ABCs does this shit too? I like to think they do. <laughs> me too. No, actually, I'd prefer they didn't because then it would take our uh, steal our magic. That's fine. Do you think we should merge with them? No. Okay. And now's the time of the show when we take an email from our friends, our fans, our cocky little constables. You can email us at it's all been done podcast at gmail.com. Please email us some questions. This is the second half of an email from our friend Jerome Wetzel Ooh, from the Wetzel's Wetzel Pretzels, Pretzels Empire. <laughs> Every single time I say Jerome's last name, you always say Wetzel's Pretzels. <laughs> So last time he asked us three, this time he's asking us three. All right, here we go. If the two of you ever played the Bare Naked Ladies in a movie, TV show, stage production, etc., which band member would you play? Should we pick for each other, Ev? Yeah, yeah, let's do that. Okay, all right. Ev, you strike me uh, almost uncannily, and I don't think you're going to like the answer here, uh, as a gym. I knew that's where you were going. You're tall. You're weird. You've got strange ideas bouncing around in that noggin of yours. You're a creative genius. You're good at what you do. Uh, you love to eat spiders. Um, mm-hmm. You wear binoculars 24-7. You've traveled in the tunnel of love with a stranger. Um, you're just like Jim, I would say. What about me? Oh, man. I would say... Are you looking up a list of the Bernicke ladies? Yes. Okay. Gotta, gotta find <laughs> I could guys. clue you into them if you want. <laughs> no, I would say you're... I gotta say you're a tie, man. You got that big tie energy. Wow! That's not what I expected. Yeah, I mean, I... You're definitely not a Kev. Okay. I thought it was gonna be I a I think Steve. you're a little too... No, I don't think you're... You've got yourself... You seem to have yourself more together than Steve does. Sure. Okay, that's fair. And you seem... I mean, I know you've got your you've got your demons, but, like, you don't seem like a person who's in pain the same way Steve is. Sure. And, I mean, you got... You're Tyler, right? So you got the... Um, you got this big Thai energy. You, you, you like the cuisine of the Western United States. You stayed at the Lounge Hotel. You, uh, you know all about consent procedure. Um... <laughs> You all know, you know, 100% about Newell Jennings, the Justice of the Connecticut Supreme Court from 1937-1953. Ah, you were getting you know, on Wikipedia and hitting random pages <laughs> is what was happening. I understand now. <laughs> You're familiar with uh, Sphrodomantis bachetti, no. which is a species of praying mantis found in Kenya and Somalia. <laughs> You've been to the High Bridge in New York, <laughs> that neighborhood. You know about the Green Bird soundtrack, Ever- orchestrated by Elliot Goldenthal for the 19-time musical of the same name. I want to tell you right now that you're basically playing our old one-week segment, and it makes me very upset that we're not actually playing it on the podcast. We have two more questions to get through. Hold your fucking horses. What board game or other contest of skill do you think you could beat each band member at? Hmm. Um, okay, so I guess we have to go through each band member. So, uh, Ty. I feel like... I feel like... Yeah, okay. So, Ty, I feel like... Wait, this is Monopoly. 
I feel like we could beat Ty at Monopoly because I get I, he doesn't have the patience for it. Sure, he would flip the board. Yeah, very. Quickly. Well, I think he would just. Wa- I think he would end up walking away halfway through board. Are we a team in this? It's us versus the one bare naked lady. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So we don't have to choose a champion from among us. I mean, do you want to do champions or do you just want to tag team? No, let's tag I team. Think, I think we should tag team because okay. that's what we do on this Perfect. podcast. Absolutely, we do. Um, okay, so Monopoly. Uh, Kev, um, I think one of those things at carnivals where you punch the bag and it gives you your your score. That's what we could beat Kev at. <laughs> he punches it. And it just. He br- it's like that. Uh, it's like that. It's like in Romeo Must Die, that old fucking movie with uh, um, Jet Li, where he would like flip somebody or like or like punch him in the in the arm and it would like do a close-up and then it would you like cgi go in and you would see the bones cracking and the impact of the thing and it's just you just see that and it's just kept just splinters going up kevin's bones sure. as his arm just liquefies and then kev's eyes turn into a cartoon where it says like seven eight it's so the machine actually <laughs> scored on him i think in this one uh ev why don't you take the next one there um i think we could beat jim in a fist fight the two of us <laughs> okay versus him that one is the versus only a 50 year old man the first one where i've actually been concerned i mean i don't think he's strong but i think he could fucking like tire us out he's dexterous yeah but i mean two on one having another person is a huge advantage yeah even if yeah that's a good point that's a good point all right let's beat the shit out of, out of jim <laughs> like that uh and of course ed robertson our last one i think that we could beat him in a match of king of fighters 98 dream match for the sega dreamcast he would of course choose team korea kim kapwan cheng kohan and choi bongay Are you looking at a random wikipedia i'm sure i'm looking directly at the camera this is my monitor you don't think I have the entire roster for KOF 98 Dream Match memorized and in my no brain? no idea. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, I don't know. Some sort of video game that's not pinball. I think he would get an inflated head when I said, I challenge you to the digital arts. And then he would say, aha, I'm very good. <laughs> You've got to use Adobe Photoshop. to. <laughs> I'm very good at Twilight Zone pinball. Album cover. Um, and then uh, let's just throw Steve into the mix just for fun. I think we could beat him at uh, some Fast and the Furious 4 style Tokyo drifting. Sure. Uh, you're gonna have to take over on that one i've never driven a car um mm. i thought the joy i died in a car the, the joy of being out of of this in the ppe was that we didn't have to do steve when people asked us questions about the whole band anymore <laughs> that was the whole the whole excitement about it is that what it was i don't know imagine that you're getting a cameo from a bnler hey how about try a bnake bud uh what would you like them to say in an ideal world if you had no embarrassment about asking for anything and do you think they'd actually say it so, which mm. one would you want, and what would you want them to say? This is a great one. I guess if we're getting one, it'd almost have to be Ed. If I had to, if I had to get one, if I could only get one, mine might be Kev. I mean, Kev's great. Yeah, I think Kev is like Kev is like the deep cut that, like you know, I'd, if you're a real fan of BNL, you like love Kev. He's number two in the band now. Now that Steve's gone, there's been a shuffling up. And I feel like it's Ed and then Kev, whereas Kev used to be at the bottom because he was the new boy. But now I feel like I feel like Ed leans on him a lot. That's that's fair. But at the same time, like if you had said like if anyone even remembered who BNL was, <laughs> okay. like just run up on the street, <laughs> like you like show them a picture of the band, they'd be able to pick out Ed. No, of course. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. Just the one. Uh, do you think what wouldn't it be fucking wild if they released their new album next year and they had a number one hit single on it? What if there was yes. a renewed interest in our podcast because of the new Bare Naked Lady song, Grill Them Doggies Up? 
or <laughs> grilling them up, <laughs> filling a cup, putting in a cup. Uh, okay, so you're getting a cameo from Ed. What do you want Ed to say in an ideal world if you had no embarrassment? And do you think he would actually say it? Evan, you are a good boy. You are my favorite boy. I think of you like a son. Um, I am formally adopting you. You will get a stipend of uh, 5% of my wealth every year, tax-free. I'm also going to come to all of your social functions and, you know, just hang out and be cool because I'm your dad now. (laughs) Okay. Wait, did did your dad come to all of your social functions? I mean, yeah, back when when I was a kid. Okay. Okay. He's going to, Ed's going to treat me like a little baby. Oh, I see. Sure. All right. Interesting. Uh, I would want. What do you want? What do you want Kev to say? I would want Kev to say, um, "Hey, I don't know what this email address is, but I heard it in a dream, and I was told to send this video because I want to find you. I want to find you, and I want to become you. I want to have you." but not in a friendly way, in a scary way. I want to face off with you, Saker. Um, I want Kev to threaten me with a face-off situation. That's what I want. I had to work my way so there. So you want, you want, a, you want a, another spin situation is what you're asking for. Um, Where he's, he's, he doesn't know who you oh are, but he's shit. tracking you down as best he That's can. That's my favorite Kev song. That's what I want. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't mind another spin. I wouldn't mind Kev spinning that globe, and I have to run from him forever. Uh, that sounds appealing to me. Cool. Yeah. I would say, like, again, the canon of Kev songs, I think this might be my third or fourth favorite Kev song Christ. that I've heard so far. I, I would need to make a list. We really do need to do that next, uh, next, next. I mean, obviously Vanishing is the best, then Hidden Sun, and then maybe this. Because I like this. I definitely like this better than another spin. I definitely like this better than, uh, whatever his thing about uh, Dairy Queen was. Yeah. Serendipity. Fucking yeah. wild. That is wild to me. I don't, I, have we only had five? We've had Hidden Sun, oh, yeah, yeah, Hidden Sun, Serendipity, Another Spin, Vanishing, and, uh, Jerome. No, there has to be mm-hmm. more. There has to be something we missed. I don't know. We'll look it up later. But I, th- I do think it would be fun to rank the Kevin Jim songs at the end of this album. Maybe we'll do that. Yeah. Okay, cool. Duty. Uh, another Spin is clearly the best. Another Spin rules. My favorite song off of Bernicke Ladies Army Men. Wrong. Ebo. We've done done it. Another one for our listeners, our homies, our happy Halloweeners out there on November 3rd. Wait, is this election day? Holy shit, it is. Ebbo. If you haven't voted oh yet, get out and vote, my friend. Get out and vote. Seriously. Um, Seriously. If you're, li- if you're listening to this podcast on this network, you are almost assuredly voting the right way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're good. And there is a right and a wrong way this, yeah. this uh, election. TK, you stay home, bud. But the rest of you, we need you to get out there and we need you to do what you do best. You know, I don't feel no. like TK vo- is voting for Trump. You don't think so? Okay. I like to think that he's he's uh, he's gone libertarian like most of the uh, most of the moderate conservatives have. Sure, sure, sure. Still scary, but less scary. TK. Yeah, yeah. Let us know. Let us know in the uh, in the in the comments section of this podcast. <laughs> um. In any case, Ebo, it's been a fun one. What are you plugging this week? Rock the vote. MTV Music Awards. MTV Rocket. Um, MTV VH1. Remember the music. <laughs> VH1. I miss having sound. Um, VH1. Pull out the earplugs. Hey, if you like sound, we we are here for you because mm-hmm. that's all we are. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Man, remember MTV's next? Nope. Man, I think. Tell me all about me it. Me and you should get together and watch an eight-hour marathon of next. I think that would be fun. 
I'd like to know a little bit about it before I agree to it. <laughs> I would like you to agree before you hear. <laughs> Next was a, know, just a it was a, a dating show where um, it would be like, okay, this girl's going to, uh, she plans the dates. So we're going to go to an amusement park and then we're going to have a picnic and then we're going to go uh, out for a drink afterwards. Okay, mm-hmm. cool. So there's a bus with five guys on it. And the first guy comes out and he goes, hey, I'm Steve. And she goes, oh, nice to meet you. And then at, at any point in the date, she can say next. Steve gets back on the bus. Ed comes out. And then Ed goes, hey. And sometimes they'll next them immediately, which is the most horrifying and mean thing oh. I've But fuck, man, we got to do an eight-hour marathon of next. I think I remember catching like a little bit of that. As I was like walking through a room, somebody was watching. Sure, it. sure, sure, sure. It's a uh, that sounds that sounds ter- terrible. Yeah, but wouldn't like it that. be fun to just indulge our, uh, our 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 bad bitch selves? No. Okay. No. That's fair, I suppose. Usually, when we're hanging out and just like looking for random stuff to watch, we usually end up watching British game shows. Yeah, yeah, that happens. Which is weird. Yeah, QI because they're actually hard. Yeah, they are. They are. Um. All right, maybe we should do a marathon of that then. Uh, I'm going to plug my son, who is upstairs screaming and not taking a nap right now. I think I can hear him. I hope you can't hear him, listeners. You need to get your principal here so they can slap oh the shit God, out of Oh, my God. I would love that. Damn, just thinking about it gets me excited. Um, <laughs> you can catch us on Twitter, at Pod. You can catch us on Facebook. It's all been done a bit of a ladies podcast. You can catch us. Through Patreon, uh, the Orange Rose Patreon, sometimes we put stuff out on there, but we haven't done it in a while. Um, you can catch us on Greatreon. You can check us on Hatreon. We've done this joke before. Um, Ebo, thank you. Thank you. You want to come out to coffee with me and my family? You put me on blast right now? No, I'm asking if you want to go out and have a good time. I may... Maybe. Okay, cool, cool. Alrighty, I'm Saker. I'm Evan. And we'll see you again in one, one week. week. blood-sucking babes. I'm Sahana. And I'm Kat. And we're the hosts of Summer Twilight Book Club, a podcast where two dumb bitches with social work degrees reread the four horniest books of their teenage years. If you're at all curious about any of the following, this is the podcast for you. Does Bella Swan have a car crash fetish? Yes. I am telling you right now the answer is yes. Does Stephanie Meyer understand healthy relationship boundaries? Has Bella Swan ever had a secure attachment in her life? How has Twilight impacted the societal and my personal conceptions of romance? Why does Stephanie Meyer owe Sahana and all other brown people reparations? Why is Edward Cullen so into edging? You can find Summer Twilight Book Club at theorangegirls.com or on iTunes, Spotify, or anywhere else you access podcasts to find out.